evening, everybody. It's Friday night. Welcome to the What's On Joe Mind team stream. We have a new uh, logo or theme song in place because Joe Colt needs a little extra time to show up. It's very bad to see. Right? Exactly. That's really what we were going for there. But uh, you guys, you, you're not lucky enough to be able to see them dancing in, in front of their cameras the way I am when we get started. So. I was I was surfing when we warmed up. It was pretty slick. Good times. Good times had by all. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. With me here in the top row, uh, we'll announce him first because he's been sitting here longer. But uh, former head of the marketing for the G.I. Joe brand. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. There we go. The once and never king. Good to see y'all. Rocking the uh, pinstripes way behind enemy lines. Don't take mm -hmm. this hat out very often, but the Yankees look like they woke up this week. So I'm representing. They uh, were lucky enough to run into a Toronto team that decided to play worse than them. Mm -hmm. Including some very creative base running. <laughs> yeah, be sure to check out the highlights from yesterday's game. You get to see one of the craziest triple plays ever. I don't know how, how do you say, what the hell are you doing in French? But yeah, that's what Jennifer. was going on for the, those Los Blue Jays. In the bottom row, she speaks 17 languages. The queen of T.I. Joe cosplay. Joe Colton is here. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. And uh, Joe Colton, before, before we got started here, you were guest hosting on another show again. Yes. And you didn't tell us in advance again. So I got asked today. <laughs> you realize you have access to all of our social media, you know. You can I know. You can plug whatever show you're on. It doesn't have to be our damn show. Oh, I feel bad doing that. Why? Why? You're on it. It's not like it has nothing to do with us. That's okay. That's true. It's true. I just like it's I don't know. I feel well, bad. Do. Rising tide helps all boats. Yeah, unless, unless you're unless you're doing the podcast instead of our show. No, no. That's a that's no. that's a Marvel thing. It's a gray area, but probably not wise. No, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I that. I you're that. you're many things, Joe Colton. You're the queen of GI Joe cosplay. You're well known in other cosplay communities. You're a former. Toronto street driving champion. You're a former juvenile competitive eater. I prefer youth eating prodigy. Yeah. Oh, my that, God. Well, no, 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 because that's like the let's eat grandma thing, right? Yeah. The comma. Youth yes. eating the. So, but uh, you know, so it's you. You have your you have your toes in many ponds, including yeah. the really big toe. Hate you. <laughs> hey, Mike. Do we have a photo of that? We do, but no, I no. I, I don't. Uh, it's it's it's. I'm unprepared for that sort of thing. You know. I mean, give me a break here, man. You got to let me know in advance if you're gonna. Sorry about that. You're gonna bust out toe cracks on me. <laughs> so wrong. So wrong. Did you say pussed out toe crack? Because that is oh gross. God. What is that? I just I just threw you a curveball that made you hit Forrest Whitaker face. That just yeah, that's the that's <laughs> the sour face. 
Anyways, uh, we're, we're here tonight, both YouTube and Facebook. Uh, so if you are watching us on YouTube, by all means, please subscribe to our channel. Hit the little like button down below. If you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead, give our, give our video a big thumbs up or whatever emoji you want to give it. We don't care. Just react. And, um, and by all means, come on over to, to YouTube and at least subscribe to our channel there. And, and uh, you don't have to do anything else, but get off Facebook a little bit just because having a big subscriber pile over here helps us out. Too. So help us out with that. Yes. But uh, how was, how was everybody else's week? I know my, it, it's Friday. It doesn't feel at all like a Friday. It feels like it's a, a Wednesday mid morning. It's just, it's just bizarre. It's been a strange. So this morning it felt like, like a Wednesday. No. Yeah. And then this afternoon it felt like a Saturday really strange for me okay and, he, and it worked today like they because of uh juneteenth like the the thing got signed yesterday and they were like put it into effect and i was like oh my god so you just had an instant day off yeah and like everything got canceled and i had, like no idea what was happening all right I, I wish i could have a day that just everything instantly got canceled it never happens like <laughs> On I mean, Thursday, I was working till like seven o'clock at night. I mean, I think it's great that that's a new a new federal holiday for us, right there. Yeah, that's something that's that's long overdue to recognize something like that. Um, so, uh, you know, good good for our federal employees being able to observe the holiday today. That's a good thing. But man, it doesn't work that way for those of us working the the retail monkey world. Oh. We just we just got uh, we got rained out. We had a big big storm roll through, and nope, so nobody came came to visit us today. They were all staying home and hunkering down. So was it a, a paper football showdown? It, you know, it maybe it would have been if either one of us knew how to make paper footballs. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anyway, that's a that's a life skill, Mike. There's got to be a I, YouTube video it, on that. One that I one that I've let lapse is the problem. I, it, you go back 30 years, and I'm a paper football-making machine, kicking field goals all over the place. But, yeah. but not, not so much since probably seventh grade. Mm. Not, not nearly so much. Good luck if you get trapped uh, on the Benatar with Nebula. However, you're going to connect with it, right? Trouble. I still got mad Euchre skills, but that takes four people. So right, fair enough. Not, not nearly as good. So anyways, it was a busy week in the world of G.I. Joe. Excuse me. And um, perhaps marked by its its ease. So why don't we uh, eschew all further discussion and let's get to the news. Do, 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 do. I have no theme song for the news. I apologize. She's the theme song. Thank you very much. I think Joe Colton would get upset if I put her out of work that far. You'd have to find something that could work with the dudes. And then we could talk, but we'd have to have some kind of dry run. Right. And in order, to have, in order to have a dry run, Joe Colt would have to be here more than two minutes before nine. So that's the song on the podcast. And getting some delicious chocolate covered sunflower seeds. Mm hmm. 
Is that even good? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, those are actually incredible. Never had it, but I'm the I'm the Fritos with uh, cottage cheese guy. So I'm I, I might have to go back tomorrow and get the rest of these from the shelf. My fear about your snack of choice is that I wonder if that means you're out of fully loaded potato chips. Didn't you get like eight bags two weeks ago? Oh my goodness! No wonder you were at the gym today. <laughs> Now, Joe Colton, because I, I ate, ate, ate bags of ketchup chips. Oh, ketchup chips, that's yeah, right. I did briefly see your activity on that other podcast. Ooh, there we go. Oh, by the way, I what did a, mention what's on Joe Mind. Nice. Hey, you yeah, didn't say what it was or what we did, but you did mention the swear jar. So before yeah. we before we lose track here, let's stay focused on the ketchup chips. Um Will, here's my question to you, and if it's too personal, just say pass. When there is another shipment, will Wes get to try some of them then? I gave him a bite of a few this time. And he didn't like them as much as you did. He lo he loved them. Oh, did he? But I don't, I don't share them. Apparently not. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is why we, we uh, put together care packages for the wrist lock. To keep him fed? Oh well, no, she feeds him, but nothing fun. Nope. For There's as little no for as little as a dollar fifty a day, you can sponsor a man and Yeah, if you go down to our greater DC metro area. You go to our coffee page there. That's that's what we do with our money. We send it send care packages to the wrist lock. Feed less. So please dig deep mm -mm. and support uh, the wrist lock's ability to eat snack food. And maybe buy some swears for the joke. I got him pickled cauliflower. After you buy all the cool stuff. That doesn't sound like a, that doesn't sound like something you do for somebody you love. No. He wanted to try it, so we got it. Well, and and what does he think now? It's all right. It's a brave man, that Whitlock. But I did get a mandolin today. A what? Uh, they're a French cookie. I thought you said mandolin. I'm like, is that a, like no. a guitar? <laughs> mandolin. A medieval banjo. Medellin? Oh my god. <laughs> That's like it's, a drug cartel. It's a French cookie. And oh. he loves them. Maybe where you live, but <laughs> okay. If you go to Costco, you will see them in a square container. And they're yeah. delicious. They're yeah. like butter cookies. Okay. Fair enough. I agree. I believe you. Is Costco back to making the big sheet cakes again? Yeah. That's good stuff. They are magic. I took a picture. We're walking down the Costco aisle a couple months ago, and they had, it was the most terrifying thing I'd ever seen. Sealed up, said salted fish skins. Oh, okay. I'm like, that is the filthiest thing I've ever heard in my life. So I took a picture of it because it looked tremendously gross. Sent it to a friend of mine and said, hey, get these next time you're at Costco. And she did. And was, and was mad at me when they were wretched. <laughs> How did you take that seriously? Salt and fish skin. Okay. Joke not thrown by that because she's from Canada. But Oof. but yeah, it's I, I can see how. I grew up on lamb brains and eyeballs. Like, this doesn't. But you have a choice now. You now can, you can walk past the salted fish skins. It's okay. Now, anyway, 
now. Where, where were now. we? <laughs> In the news. Where were we? The news? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was about it was about ketchup chips. Eight yeah. bags, two weeks. Something like that. I'm gonna real quick because uh, I didn't do this before. I'm gonna real quick uh, get my get our get our our our. Oh, now we're talking. Stuff shared. Sneak peek. If you look over there, don't look. Okay. We'll pull it down for now. Okay. There you go. Debate oh. with you. Salted fish skins are great, he says. Man. My friend Jen said, I said, what'd you do with them? Did you throw the rest out? She said, no, you can take them back. Like, what do you mean you can take them back? She says, you can take anything back. They do not care. So she took back an open bag and said, these suck. These and, are the, and the guy at the counter said, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> took the receipt, gave her her money, threw the open bag on top of all the other open bags of salted fish skins back there behind the desk. Way That's an acquired taste. Yeah. Way too fishy. <sighs> like escargot. Not everybody likes it. It's delicious. You say so. Anyway, not, not enough can to dry in the world to wash down escargot. <laughs> Garlic with butter. Mm. Garlic and butter are fine, but you're not describing the thing you're eating. You're describing the toppings, which is an indictment in and of itself. You you cook it with it. It's delicious. You're missing out. Not going there. Yeah. Ain't going there. Yeah, um, more for you, Colton. More for you. I, Pass the pickles, Mike. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So where were we again? First news item. I've already done it like three times. Doot, 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 doot. Look, you just you just take your cues. Wow. wow. Listen, Listen here. here. Galgado. Just say your lines. See what I did there? Anyways. It's funny because she's wonderful. So. Wow. I told you it was funny. It, 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 I mean, it's when the honcho is punchy. That some, There's some kind of bet being settled in Vegas. <laughs> uh, did we just have an accessible pre-order for G.I. Joe classified figures? Mm. On June 17th, Hasbro Pulse sent out an email alerting Pulse Premium members at the recently revealed Target exclusive barbecue and Ram with Breaker were going to be available that day, and they were actually available that day. Fans attempting to order through Hasbro Pulse were met with quick sellouts, but Target.com was able to complete orders with a one-per-customer limit long past the product's 1 p.m. launch time. Completed orders show the Ram at uh, $41.99 shipping in early October, Barbecue at twenty two ninety nine shipping in early November. Uh, kudos to Hasbro, Target, and the entire supply chain for drastically improving the experience this time. Yeah, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the caveat on this that my shoelaces are still crossed because they can still cancel those on us. No, but as far as the <laughs> as far as the day of order goes, this was a remarkably simple experience uh, well, and in fairness pulse hasn't had any canceled pre-order drama i don't think 
Mm-mm. No, you just can't get it through them because it sells out. Right, right, right. right. But to say, what, just want to clarify, when you say they could cancel them on you, they is... Target. Target, yeah. So did you order yours, Honcho, from Pulse? I got uh, no. I didn't. I didn't get in in time on Pulse. I actually had a had an interview at that time, so I was like, oh. eh, "I'm uh, I'm indisposed at the moment." Uh, but I don't have any problem ordering from Pulse. I've got probably a third of my classified figures from Pulse. Okay. Uh, but I'm not a premium member either. And I, did it? Did it actually bleed over so the the bourgeois, the warlocks of the collecting world were able to get it? Um, I got contacted uh, by Sean and Sean had ordered his and when I can't because I'm in meetings he'll he'll help me out and order my stuff and I'll pay him but he it was went limited to one per customer mm-hmm. and I had to like I got on target as I was in a meeting and uh, I'm, I'm like talking and like I got to order my figure so it was there fine. So but I, I didn't. I didn't even try Pulse because I. I knew it was because I'm not a premium member either. Yeah. Do we know, Mike, if non-premium members got any through the Pulse or I, I they, think they were gone by then? Uh, okay. Pulse Premium was at 1 p.m. I tried to order them through Pulse at about maybe 10 after, and no. No. Yeah. Are you a premium member? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'd, I'd like to see them last a little longer than that, but I don't have any, I have no problem with premium members getting extra benefit and extra access. That's what it's there for. So, 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 is, so is rack time, Rob. He had similar results. No, no go on pulse. Okay. Well, I found it. Somebody sent me a note. Uh, hey, they're up on target. Oh, wait, I lied. I lied. Oh, so look at Oli. Is, uh, he's a little bit more special than the rest of us. Yeah, Oli became Rick. Good for him. Woo! But uh, I got a note that they were up on target, and I went to check just to see, and there they were, available. And I had a moment of pause because, as you know, I've sworn off target. But there they were, available to order, to pre-order. And I did think about it, and I said, no. No, I will not. But I did post on my Facebook page, for the Joe collectors who I'm friends with, who maybe didn't know yet, I said, "Hey, they're up on Target. Here's the link." So I directed some business that way. A couple people actually said, "Hey, thanks, Web. I didn't. I would have missed it, uh, but I didn't do it because I thought about it because it is going to cost me more because I, I do want them. They're they're great, but it's just a little too early for me to jump that hypocrite fence and tell Target you will lose my business forever." comma or until the next time you have something i really want <laughs> or three months from now yeah so no so no so i uh they might have some like extras again on on pulse like in a yeah. few months or or i i know a guy uh overseas right and they get some mm-hmm. accessibility to uh some of the target exclusive stuff so i would I would rather pay more to get it from somewhere else because, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to redo the whole target rant and I don't rant at them much. It's just pretty cut and dry. They did me wrong as a customer. I gave them the opportunity to keep my business and they said no. So there you go. But I'm really, I'm really happy that it went better. The collectors didn't seem to have much trouble that the limits were enforced. 
right uh and and on a, you know the side note or the extrapolation of it that the major blood figures are being found somewhat readily around the u.s so this is all good for the brand like to yeah. satisfy the collector need to ruin the days of the scalpers who drove all over their town for a month and now have major blood figures that are worth 24 dollars um that's great too um and the idea that some of these really good figures like major blood are actually hanging on pegs a little bit just you know a little bit so they have the opportunity to convince new collectors and new fans that gi joe is a brand worth looking into yeah uh my own ordering experience was was kind of convoluted i went and ordered tried to order about one o'clock and got to, went to the target site after Missing out on on Hasbro Pulse, went to Target and threw Breaker into my shopping cart, and then went to check out. I you know just just hit the button out of reflex and realized, oh wait, I got to go back. I gotta I gotta get barbecue in there too. So I go back and I throw barbecue in the cart. I put in my cart information. I check out, and it goes through. And then I get an email. I get two emails that say your your order's been received. And I'm like, well, okay, sure. I get maybe it's broken up into two, whatever. Uh, I get a, an email a little bit later that one has been canceled. And I check that out, and it shows me that a barbecue and, and, and a ram cycle have been canceled. So I'm like, well, what's up with that? And so I, I'm about to I'm about to have a problem. But then I looked at the other email. Remember, it said I had two orders in there. And so what it uh, apparently there was a little bit of a glitch in the site in that it took the first trip with with just the the ram cycle in the cart it processed it as a different order. So that ram cycle order went through. And so then that second one where subsequently there's another ram cycle with that barbecue they kept rejecting it. So then when I went through and this was it was it was probably I had I was watching something for work. I was doing remote learning for work at the time. So I, I let it go for a while and then at about two thirty figured out what was going on. And that was when I ordered barbecue and there were still barbecues to be had. Uh, according to to again, our our man on the street, Racktime Rob. Barbecue is still available as of around noon today. So he, he was in there for a while, but that's not surprising. There, I, you figure there's more more of the figure than there are of the figure vehicle set, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, uh, that, but it was a, it was kind of a weird glitch there. But even still, a pretty pretty seamless ordering process. Like even with even with the weird error that I had, still still a pretty pretty good. Pretty good time. And maybe the ordering limitations, uh, as well as the cooling of the blood figure, have taught the scalpers that maybe this isn't the brand they need to hover over right now. Maybe the maybe it's changing. Because scalpers don't care what they buy. They only care what it's worth. And if Joe's not hot, they'll find whatever else is, you yeah. know, hotter than expected or shorter printed than expected. And they'll be in the Hot Wheels aisle or wherever, right? If you've run into one of these guys, and I say guys because they're pretty much always guys. Um, I don't know, you know about that, Mark. Really? Yeah, no. There's 
there's all kinds of Facebook groups out there and, and, and SP, what's it called? Uh, Etsy groups and of, of, of ladies who are just basically uh, uh, trying to make an extra buck while they're out doing their target run or their Walmart run. Okay. Well, I, I, I hope that wasn't sexist of me, but I've never, I've never seen or recognized a scalper female in the wild. But I, I have seen pictures from those groups. Okay. Yeah. Where it's, Hey, this, this is a hot item. If you see one of these going past the toy aisles, you know, pick it up and then you can, you can sell it on Mercari later or sell it on eBay later. And okay. so it's, it's not just guys. Scalpers. You need to get on one of those Disney sites for like scalpers. Right. They are. If you thought Joe scalpers were bad, those ladies are like vicious. So you're telling me D Disney is the scalpiest place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Right. So uh, yeah, uh, a great time arguing for uh, ordering from Target. Good job, Target. Good job, Hasbro. Glad we got that worked out this time. Mm -hmm. Lord knows, uh, it was, I was I I wouldn't I wasn't going to be able to handle it anymore if this was just another universally negative experience. Yeah, I couldn't take it anymore. Hey, and I'm I'm generally an optimistic guy, so I really hope you get those Target pre-orders, Mike. Really. Um, you know, it's, and, and we're not, I don't like to think that we're, this is, we're not a Pollyanna kind of channel. We're not just hitching our wagon up to the Hasbro train and going rah, rah, rah for everything they do. No, I, I, I like to think that we're fair here. I like to think mm -hmm. we've been fair, whether it be Target or the club or whoever else is putting out product oh, for, for 10 years of what's on Joe mind. I think we've, we've tried to play, we've tried to be fair, but Man, just the the negative train lately has just been a little too much to take. So uh, I'm just glad that 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 whole element just has to be quiet for a little while. Yeah, I mean it's been a kind of a nice wave of, of positive emotion for the brand because the reveals were really good, right? People were very happy with what they showed, and now lo and behold, it didn't take long for them to be available, and they weren't too hard to get. So. You know, building sets and uh, and remote control vamps aside, it's been uh, it's been pretty uh, pretty positive around here. And speaking of the remote control vamp, while we're talking about it, mm -hmm. I can't I can't find my thing. That sounds like a personal problem, right? right? There it is. Uh, the Jada Toys Remote Control Vamp Mark II is available for pre-order from Entertainment Earth for $49.99. Expected ship time in October. So, Joe Colton, mm. have you jumped on that train yet? Not yet. Well, yeah. But I will. 50 bucks. It's a great price. That's less than we expected it to be. Yeah. yeah we, were, we were saying like $60 to $80, right? That's what I would have thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, fifty bucks is a great price. Can yeah. we play the? Can we play a game show? I want to play a game. Okay. It's called "What's Wrong with This Packaging." Do I have can to buzz see? in? Do you see it? Do you see? It? Absolutely. I mean, My, Mike Irizarry. Okay, it's that they've got the awe striker on the front, not the van. Uh, yeah. 
But there's more to it than that. I don't know if I can zoom in here. No, probably not. But dig that awe striker. What's funky about that awe striker uh, artwork? What's different about it from maybe when you saw it before? It, it's going the other way. It's going the wrong way. So what's that do to crankcase the driver? Puts them on the puts them on the British side. Puts them on the British side, doesn't it? And is the off striker a completely symmetrical vehicle? No. 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 What's what's on one side that's not on the other? Dusty. I'll give you a clue. It's got a big hose attached to it. Dusty. Uh, well, yeah, but also wow, the, no, the, the camera, the camera, right? That's a good line. Actually, he always got the hose attached to him. <laughs> Boats and hose. Uh, yeah, the camera is also a giveaway. So I tried to zoom in real close because it also has GI Joe and United States across the hood. And if you merely flip the image, it would invert the lettering as well, right? But yeah. it looks, it looks like they fixed that. Sure. So while they were putting the awe striker picture on the vamp box, they were correcting the United States on the on the hood and the GI Joe on the side. And I'm surprised they didn't change GI Joe or uh, Gung Ho's Marine hat to something a little less marine while they were at it. There is no tattoo, of course, on its chest. But again. It's not that big a deal. This is still what looks like a really fun toy at a really good price. But isn't it a bit of an indictment of it has to be the, the marketer has to sign off on this. And yeah, I know I'm biased here. Um, but I really don't think I'd kill him that often. I think I could be a lot more savage if I wanted to be. Because it is not an easy job. But to have somebody fixing the awe striker image so it'll be look better on the Vamp Mark II packaging. Oh. I would, I would, it would be less of a screw up if the G.I. Joe was backwards and the United States was backwards. And they were just like, ah, just flip it, we'll be all right. But at some point in the process of reworking the image, the fact that it looks, other than the wheels, that it looks nothing like the vehicle. It's not even the same damn color. That never occurred to anybody who's got oversight on this brand right now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it would bother me more if you're dealing with official merchandise. But It's, it's still approved by the same people, or it used to be. I, I don't know how it works now. But for licensed product, this would have come across my desk back in the day. And wow, if you if the number of people who saw this didn't catch this, okay, you'd have been busting skulls. I would busting not. I would, skulls. I would not. And and yeah, I missed I missed stuff over my career. <laughs> but this is this is a bad this is a bad beat right here. A bad beat. Again, it would it would it would affect me more if it was a official merchandise, but it's just it's kind of a dopey road control vehicle. But but the the point here, Mike, is it might be official merchandise next time, right? They didn't miss this because it was unofficial merchandise. They missed this because whoever was looking at it doesn't know the brand. Yeah, Viper Scout has yeah. the easy fix there. 
They should have just slapped snake eyes on the box. Yeah, like they like they did on the on the uh, Lego sets, right? Mm-hmm. Where they slapped a version one snake eyes picture on it with a version two figure. Who cares, right? Eh. <laughs> of course, that's three ninety nine at the the Tuesday morning. So, but but so so what, right? So it shouldn't be important to get right. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I I guess in in my mind, there's just a hierarchy to that stuff. So. It's not going to sell one one more or one less, and that really is the bottom line. But as a fan, you have to wonder, <laughs> what's next? What's strike three? It's the slippery slope. Yeah, it's it it shows a uh, a problematic, laissez faire attitude towards this brand, and that's the problem. I mean, when when Snake Eyes makes a bajillion dollars at the box office, they'll change their tune. Hopefully, I mean, I, I really am and always have been uh, an enthusiastic fan of the brand. So let's go. <laughs> let's let's show it the respect it deserves as the brand that saved the entire company at least twice. Some say Probably three times. Three times. Maybe Some four say, if this one, if yeah. this one comes up. So just saying. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Uh, Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins has been raided by the MPA. In an item first reported by Istank, the new movie will be rated PG-13 for violence and brief adult language. In similar news, Henry Golding revealed recently that a full trailer for the movie was forthcoming. I think that was later uh, crisped up by the studio saying that we're going to get a trailer on Monday. Uh, It will likely be Mm -hmm. soon now that we've got a, a rating to put on that trailer. Uh, it was really only a matter of time. So Monday for a full Snake Eyes trailer. And that took long enough because that sucker's rolling out in four weeks. PG-13 for violence and brief adult language. Mark Weber, are you upset that there's no nudity? I mean, Henry Golding's gorgeous. <laughs> He's I dreaming. Mean, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who, I mean, if you're gonna, I mean, that used to be Snake Eyes' the best side, right? You don't see him from the front. Uh, but PG, I mean, I think we all knew this would be PG 13. There's no way this was going to be rated R. And if it was PG, I mean, oh my God, the backlash. Well, there's there's guns in it, so there's no way it's getting listed. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, it is where it should be. And let's, let's hope, I mean, the hope for me for this kind of stuff, and as it always was on Transformers. Is that yeah? PG thirteen is where it should be, but a soft PG thirteen, at least as far as language goes, right? Like, Joe Colton, are you upset that it's only brief adult language? No, like I, I didn't expect it to be swearing, but maybe two fucks. Oh, like, you, you don't get two. Why? You get one in PG thirteen. No, you can do like a fuck and then a. And then it like gets cut off. That's that's one and a half, right? That's that's, that rounds down. That's a PG. You only you get one four letter word in a PG. But not the F bomb. Does shit yeah, no, count be, as a four letter you, word? No, now? you can't F bomb in a PG movie. Yeah. Why? Yeah, you can. One. Name one. Name one. Once. Name one PG movie with an F bomb in it. Well, Transformers the movie. The Little Mermaid. No. There's no F-bomb in the original Transformers movie. Yeah. No. 
Yeah. Isn't that what's hold on? Did? Hold on. Let me check with the guy who worked on the brand. I no. Not 1986. There's no F bomb in that movie. Man. I'm sorry. Rack time, Rob. Get on that. Yeah. No, you're allowed. Anchorman was a PG. X Men First Class had a fuck in it, and that's a PG. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. That's not a PG. That's a PG 13. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Anchorman is not PG. He calls her a smelly pirate whore. Char Charlie Garrison gets us. Not not a not he the said, little word. He says shit. So yeah. that's when the when the moon base is going to explode. There you go. I, I my mistake. I I misremembered the wrong the wrong expletive. Where's the apology jar? Also brought to you by all cool stuff. Hold on, I'm going to get one from Joe too. Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy. Sorry. She's, she's just talking out her ass. She don't know what she's talking about. I'm Anchor looking it up on Google now. Anchorman is a PG movie. You're just crazy. It, it is a PG-13. That's right. Rick kills a guy with a trident. I haven't actually seen the movie. What? <laughs> I don't like I don't like stupid funny. <laughs> I... To differ as you've been on this show for five years. That's a good point. Have <laughs> a stupid funny. Oh, have good. you seen Step Brothers? No. Oh my god. Road trip. My goodness. I I even hate Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Spaceballs kind of annoying. Great, but annoying. But but wait until like. Six weeks ago, you didn't like Disney movies. Oh, I'm arguing with a ghost. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> you didn't like Disney movies six weeks ago. Yes, the, so the girls got me by uh, making me uh, incorporating food. I have a lot of questions during the movies. Like, why is this princess constantly touching her skirt? Why does she keep, like, screaming? Why is she crying? Why does she believe her stepmother is really a nice person? Like none of this makes sense. Why is a dude cutting a cutting this girl's long hair with a broken mirror? Why is it perfect? Why is this redheaded princess with the bow such a badass? Right. Yeah, redhead. That's Why right. can she understand when her mom, the bear, is signing to her? In fairness, in fairness, language is the same as people sign language. <laughs> Yeah, in fairness, Joe, I think she barely understood her. Yeah! <laughs> doo -doo, doo -doo. That's, that's my CSI Miami opening. I'm just I'm more concerned that Joe Colton does not understand any references in regards to the Catalina wine mixer. No. Nope. That just that that troubles me on a spiritual level. Sorry. Let's go. Dane Cook pay-per-view. 20 minutes. <laughs> do, you go, do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that Billy Joel cover band that only did 80s Billy Joel. Hey, listen. Down girl. Was, was that what they were called? We, what was it? What do they call themselves? Uptown girl? Something like that. It was dedicated good. to 80s Billy Joel, and everybody kept 
requesting 70s Billy Joel and they got pissed off. And they snapped on him. Yeah. So Joe, you're missing out. Road trip. Oh, my God. Oh. Look, you bring the ketchup potato chips, which I don't think I'll like. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring Step Brothers, and at the end, we'll see. So I don't really like Will Ferrell. Here's the deal with Will. When it's the Will Ferrell show and he's leading the movie, he gets annoying real fast. Mm. But when he gets to pick his spots, like Wedding Crashers, he's incredible. So it's all about the amount and the expectation for, for Cousin Will. I don't. I also don't like the other dude that's with him in that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> whose name i always blank on here we go finally john c riley no, no, like that. John c. Riley. oh wait yeah no him i do like what's it what was the uh had a few funny moments but the not the entire movie okay it, but he, we finally changing the subject completely yeah Someone finally noticed that I wear the same shirt for every episode. Really? What they don't know is that you have 30 of them clearly pressed <laughs> hanging in the. Moment, moment of applause for Charlie Kokalski. If that is his well real done, name. Sir. Well done. That was something that I, I, I've said to, to Rob in the past. I'm just waiting to see how long it takes somebody to notice that I wear the same shirt every single week. Yeah, it's just, now his Friday shirt. Yeah. And now I just realized I can't pull off the David Caruso with a hat on. So it'll be ready next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doo -doo, doo -doo. <laughs> I never saw that until now. I was oh, today yeah. years old. Now we're talking. Now I can't unsee it. Right? No. Right. Like in my head, he looked like you. Right? Oh, I appreciate that. Matter of fact, I think I sent you a message this week, right? Talking about Carrie Ann Moss. Mm -hmm. And I was very careful to phrase it. I think she kind of looks like you. <laughs> Points right there. Yes. Yeah. Biff McConkeydonk lies and says, we noticed we were just too polite to ask if you couldn't afford another shirt. We're close to that point, but no, I do have other shirts. In fact, this shirt, I, I came home from work. I threw this on. We'll get done. I'll change into another shirt. So it's just going to, I'm only going to have this on for an hour and a half today and it'll go, I'll wear it Tuesday or whatever, but. It's your Super Bowl jersey. Yeah, something like it. But it's, it's, it's very definitely just the, I'm wearing this until they notice podcast shirt. <laughs> How far? How how long was how long was the run? Uh there I missed it a couple times, but it's going back to pretty much the beginning of things. Mm -hmm. Ten years? No, no, just since we've been doing video. Oh, okay, just check. God, there were there were episodes of the audio. Stark Raven naked. Say no more. No, that's not true. Pantsless. Party on top. But party down below too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, moving on. Finger guns, everybody. Finger guns. Moving on. Charlie. Good, Good for job. you, Charlie. Good job. Got to figure out some kind of a prize for Charlie. Maybe Big a Step Brothers DVD. It's right. We'll autograph it for him. <laughs> we will. <laughs> right. But not, 
You well, said will autographs. No, they'll get our autographs. You said will autograph it for them, and I didn't want her to be confused. We don't know. We don't know Will Ferrell at all. Wheel autograph. Yeah. USC fan. Moving on. I'd say I, you can't throw can't throw stones at that one there with Herm Edwards getting in trouble this week. Oof, telling you. I guess that's why your former agent turned athletic director shouldn't hire a former client without interviewing anybody else. <laughs> seems kind of hanky. Seems kind of hanky. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Uh, three zero shows off a dead game variant of a Snake Eyes figure. Toymaker three zero has released images of a new red clad Snake Eyes based on his appearance in IDW's limited series Snake Eyes Dead Game by Rob Liefeld and Chad Bowers. Figure is available as a Big Bad Toy Store exclusive in North America and currently available for pre-order. The 112 scale figure is packed with accessories and retails for $149.99. A non-refundable $15 deposit is required on each order and it's limited to 1,300 pieces. And we do have uh, just one image of that stored up in here. Let me get that going for us. Get ready, Joe. I can see Wes now being like, how much money are you going to spend on this Liefeld stuff? There he is. So that, that very cool 3-0 snake eyes just in red. Gee, it reminds me of somebody. He's the Merc with no mouth, though, so kind of cool. He's a red ninja, Joe Colton. Are you in? Ooh, it's a good point. Mm-hmm. Are you in? You're yeah. in. Even though it's a Rob Liefeld creation, you're in. I got to see the, the feet. <laughs> really well, we know he's got good. Like, look, the feet work for the regular figure, so they're going to be fine for this too. He's not going to suddenly have elephant legs. Or like, how long his femurs are? Did you say elephant legs? <laughs> look at that thigh! Holy smoke! Four feet long. Remember that time, Snake Eyes. Uh, Jumped off the lift in the pit in New Jersey and kicked a guy in Finland. <laughs> I think I was roll out roll call when that happened. So bad. So, so yeah, that's the news. I mean, I, I get why they did this, and there's never been you know red snake eyes before, so okay, but it's something different. Woohoo! It's, it's not it's not hard for them to do if you like it. Get it if you don't, don't. Yeah. That that's that's the news. Why don't why don't I have? Where where are my uh? Where, where's my end of the news sound effects? Do 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 do. With a rain shot. She I. Uh, she's killing me tonight, Weber. She's killing me. Killing me. I was just more surprised that she's buying something Liefeldian. Right, that's the shocker of the night. But okay, so that does bring us to our next segment tonight, and that is, of course, guilty pleasures. Yeah, from 1989 to 1991. Get ready. We need some we need some swanky bumper music for this, right? 
No. Some Rick, Rick Rude kind of entrance music. Sort of. Oh, yeah. God. We do. Did, did my voiceover make it or no? No, it shuts off when I it, oh. it, it gets cut when I when I said that through. Because as soon as it started, I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> for you the know, record, for everybody you know, at home, you like it. They had they had no idea that I had done that. So was a, that was the first. Was a, I like I like that Joe immediately this was deciding whether to just log off or not. And I went the other way with a big fist pump and grabbed the mic and brought it right up here. Did I go to Pornhub accidentally? God, I hope not. Because if you did and you got me and Mike, wow. You got to get out. You need to up your subscription. They are charging you too much. Or you're not spending enough. Oh, my God. My jaw hurts. That, it's probably best not to col- build on that at all. We're going to let him go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they had no idea I had done that. No, but it was solid. That was, that was, I, I, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. I even, I didn't know that was coming, and I even late, I even threw the log right? Off, like, right? I, show, I was even thinking to myself, did I show this to Weber? That's pretty good, man. That's some the That's, police. The police would call that synchronicity. That yeah. that is uh, Weber's radio guy background, syncing with my radio guy background. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so uh, we'll start with the honcho, and his guilty pleasure will tend his figure first from 1989. The honcho has picked Darklon. Yeah. And we were, what was our, our, uh, our parameters here, Mike? Uh, one figure, one vehicle. They all have to be released between 1989 and 1991. There we go. So now, in fairness, I didn't pick the Evader because it's, it's weird. Um, no, guilt, guilty pleasure is you're, you're trying to find something that has a value that, that you see that maybe some others don't see or maybe some people see and some others don't. Yeah. But... The evader really no, there's no value. In no, it. the evader is butt. I mean, that's there's just no there's no spin on that. Um, but Darklon, I like the idea of you know a renegade Destro cousin, right? The black sheep of the McCullen clan. And waist up, this guy's a badass, right? I'm digging him. Now, waist down, he's an absolute mess with the reds and the oranges that go with nothing. But I think this guy is eminently salvageable. So if you think that's a hint or a tip to, I don't know, a lazy bastard custom down the road, you might be absolutely right. But I I, I love this guy's great waist up. And it's easier to fix the legs than fix the rest of a guy. So 
Darklon, yeah, you got it half right, and I can help you with the other half. So there That's you good. go. That sounds good. I have both of these. Look good. As a, as a child or? Um, no, as an adult, I made that choice. Yeah, I mean, I have it. It's not so bad. It's not Cobra Law. It's not yeah. like I can't have it in the collection. But, I mean, there's no... I, ha I had the figure as a child, but the... I got the yeah. other thing. <laughs> it, and I don't need it all to be terribly realistic. Like, if, right. if, if you were Cobra and G.I. Joe, if somebody rolled the HAL into location, the laser yeah. artillery cannon, and the guy operating it was sitting on a chair on the side with no cockpit or canopy or protection at all. Mm -hmm. hey, 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 save this for when we get 1982. I'm just saying, how quickly are you taking out Grand Slam if you're Cobra? And same way on the Evader here. Wouldn't take a whole lot to knock that back tire off. No, no. But Evader I guess that's, that's why it's the Evader. And then for your vehicle, Mark. Yeah. 1991's Cobra Ice Saber. Yeah, I'm digging this. Because it feels like it's, it's kind of like the Battle Bear on steroids a little bit. And I like my I like my Cobra vehicles to be a little sleeker and a little more angular and menacing looking. And I just I dug this. And it's 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 funky because it's kind of a mid a mid size vehicle, right? It's not small, but it's not medium either. As our did this come with a driver? I don't remember. So it's one of those where you can make up who's in it, right? So I don't know. It just it plays in a cool space that that not a lot of vehicles did. So Cobra Ice Saber, yeah, I'm all over it, and I don't mind. And the neon, even though it was the start of the the dawn of neon, come about '91, it kind of works here. I don't have a problem with it at all. So yeah, Ice Saber. I think most people think, eh, it's okay. I think, eh, it's pretty good. So that makes it by definition. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There's a lot going on with the ice saber, but it, it somehow it pulls it all together. I kind of like the ice saber. Yeah, it's I'm got, digging it. It's got a weird three man cockpit thing going on, and you could put a whole bunch of guys out on the outsides on the the, the runner pads and runner boards, and and yeah, no, it it, it it's all right. Like it, yeah. there were certainly a lot worse that came before, and a lot worse that came after. Yeah, as my friend Dieter would say, it is angular and beautiful. <laughs> 91 was not the greatest year for vehicles and no. certainly, but the ice saber the ice saber certainly had a, a good place there and i forget i have this but buried somewhere are there foot pegs way up on the skis it no. kind of looks like it no i don't i don't think those are foot pegs i think it's just some kind of detail okay because that would really be short straw right yeah, that, that's that's get up there toxo viper you're in front Ride just in front of the barrel of the laser cannon. Yeah, if those were foot pegs, you'd pretty much have to have one guy up there facing backwards as they hurtled down the uh, the iceberg into combat. Right. That was a bad job. Not a good gig. Maybe leaning forward, holding on to the... <laughs> and low light out there somewhere in the snow going, oh, I just... Bing. I mean, how could I not? 
doing him a favor at that point. Really. <laughs> at that point, yep. Doing him a favor. So there you go. Those are my guilty pleasures for 89 to 91. Now, Joe Colton, I, I do I feel the need to, to show, tell everybody that we had to remind you yes. to do this segment. We had to 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 reestablish with you that it was one figure and one vehicle. Right. Because at the first time when I said, hey, we're going to do guilty pleasures for 89 to 91. I sent you one for every single year. Like, uh, she was really right. into this. Like, yeah. I mean, some, there was... One from 89, one from 90, one from 91, and then a vehicle from each year. And then there were some Transformers on there. Yeah, and there were the not Transformers. Characters. There was stuff from, from Mego in the 70s. It was yeah. just this bizarre list. And so we had to reteach you how to do Guilty Pleasure. Yes. So let's go how you did. There's a couple of Voltron Lions. Yeah. 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 For the gal who's, who's uh, you know, turning up her nose every time we go, Oh yeah! Oh, somebody was very into the guilty pleasures. I was very excited. So let, right. let, I let, have let, a list yeah. of like ones that I may or may not get based on how bad they are. I'm not sure that Joe likes good GI Joe figures because she was way into this. Yeah. <sighs> What do you think about hit and run, Joe? Ew. Ew. But Joe Colton, for a guilty pleasure, took the Target from 1989. It's almost as bad as the space pogo, but so I I love him because I love the colors. I like that he pops and then like the he's got a He's attached to like what looks like a shuttle. I don't know. Yeah. His shuttle backpack. His backpack. Oh my God. How he does not catch his feet are on fire in the photo. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just I like him. I don't know why. I think I think it's a great thing. <laughs> I think I think without anything else, the pure win here is it looks like he kept misplacing his stupid ray gun blaster. Yes. And, and Destro went, you know what? Fine. <laughs> I'm going to tie it to your wrist like the stringed mittens you had as a child. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, the target landing back at Castle Destro, and they're like, where's the gun? Oh man, you did I, not again. I was stuck on this shuttle backpack. I can only control one thing. I don't know if it looks that bad, but the target is just absolutely batshit crazy in regards to what they do. Uh, their whole job is to fly way high in the air, hurtle <laughs> down, and crash into the earth and everything along their way. Without, so, bra without breaking their Flash Gordon Ray Blaster. Yeah, I mean, so, it's just craziness. The other thing I like about him, I'm sorry, is the shield. So he, he's in a helmet with, like, what you would assume is a space shield, right? Mm -hmm. But no, he's got the other part of the shield that comes down, and it's just a big ball. <laughs> so, 
Literally, so um, he can't see nothing. He can't see anything. As he hurdles from space down towards the earth. And then loses his weapon. I got, I'm betting that that weapon probably isn't that expensive. Seemingly. It is now. No, no, no. On, on eBay, it's probably not that bad because no kids lost it. Right? It was always on a tether. Right. Uh, this makes you wonder. Crying. In the comic book world, how many of these guys just wound up at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico? Right. And if they, I don't, this guy wasn't in any of the, the Deke cartoons, was he? I don't think so, no. Because if he, if he was, if it's by Sunbow rules, he would have crashed and left a fiery crater and then come walking out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Being like, hell's my gun? I had it a minute ago. You see him hit the ground and there's a big explosion and then, then he, he pops out of the top in a parachute. I'm so, all right, I'm all right. I don't know if you, if you guys saw this or know this. In his other hand, because Mike's photo is, is wonderful because he's got that nice nice pose. But in the other hand, he's supposed to have a joystick that's attached to the shuttle. Just that, wanna... that is image courtesy of 3D Toes, by the way. Yes. The credits there. So I, I believe our, our friend Biff McConkey Donk is responsible for that one. Mm. Oh. And that's, well, you can see it in the packaging, right? Right above the... Yes. The, the <laughs> blind you from your own <laughs> impending doom face shield. Not, nothing like controlling a, a meteor-powered jetpack <laughs> with a joystick. There we go. <laughs> Phil Donnelly helping us out here. He did show up in Operation Dragonfire. They just use him as a filler cobra, though. Nothing special about his appearance. So there you go. I bet he didn't have a gun. <laughs> Poor guy. It was clipped to his arm. He is didn't see anything. <laughs> is it possible that's a water gun? Look how bold this right like it feels like it, it could squirt water maybe oh yeah oh, joe I think, I think you're winning this round this guy's pretty the, tremendous uh, look it, it's it's guilty pleasure and my god it, it, she was <laughs> that hard i i haven't seen that in a while yeah yeah and they made a second one right there's a target d2 yeah. i think yeah there's there's two and that's it <laughs> i can see that though because i could imagine them looking at the finished product and going hey we could probably do better I like his pink uh, grenade belt that he's carrying into space. Yeah, hey, Destro, what's the op? Okay, here's the deal. We're going to strap 12 grenades to you. We're going to put a suborbital uh, sub jetpack on you. We're going to blindfold you and give you a water gun. And then we're going to shoot you headfirst in the vicinity of G.I. Joe headquarters. Cool. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> What's up, Chums? I'm in. Let's do this. And then for a vehicle, if you could possibly top this. Oh. Joe Colton rolls out <laughs> the mobile battle bunker from 1990. And and as I, my one comment about the mobile battle bunker will stay the same. That thing holds a lot of corpses. Yeah. <laughs> holds a lot of corpses. Weird that she chose a transformer for her Joe <laughs> So, first of all, I love the name. And then I also like that it compacts. <laughs> or expands, depending or on your point of view. It's, it's just, yeah. 
I do like the um, uh, the guard on the front. Forgot the name. Oh my god. The cow catcher. Yes. <laughs> you just push all the joes that or uh, all the cobras that you can find with the joes. Slide on the side, folks. Battle bunker coming through. I don't think it has enough guns on it. I'm just telling you. <laughs> it needs more weapons. I like that when you first typed it up, it was the mobile beret bunker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought there were going to be, you know, a, a bunch of girls in tutus and uh, and uh, yoga pants jumping out. Which would be I hate my phone. <laughs> striking. But. Yep. Goodness. But yeah, mobile battle bunker, of course, best known for being the being the uh, the vehicle that the Joes in what was it, Trucial Abysmia, after the after they were getting mowed down by the Saw Viper, they were the ones that the that the eventual survivors escaped in. Mm-hmm. And they so they loaded up all the dead Joes onto that thing. And so it, re- it really was the hearse. Yeah, it, it really was the hearse. So that's why it it's known as carrying a whole lot of corpses. Oof. I don't I don't hate it. Yeah, I can see. My favorite bit is what what was the driver that came with it? He didn't have one. Right, because ain't nobody signing up <laughs> to drive that piece of garbage. I also like that like there's seats on top. <laughs> like, it's, it's so tall and, and not realistic, like because it's angled, like where it's just... Yeah. If you put um, if you put roadblock in the driver's seat up there way in the back, <laughs> don't you think <laughs> yeah. That's that thing's got tunnel wrap written all over oh, it, right? Oh god. All right, who's shorter than five two? <laughs> all right, you're driving the bunker. Oh. Goodness. So yes, mobile battle bunker. In a in a year that was pretty strong for vehicles. Mm-hmm. 1990. You've uh you've you've kind of got behind uh, one of the not quite as strong offerings here. Guilty pleasure. Which is what it's all about. It's the it's the the guilt. It's not the we're not talking the hammer or the the avalanche or or any of those. We got the GI Joe mobile battle bunker. Darn it! Yeah, I I considered the avalanche, and then I thought about it. Went everybody likes the avalanche. Yeah, (laughs) that can't be a guilty pleasure. So fine. Yeah. And that's uh, this brings us over to to me. Yes. And and my guilty pleasures, the figure especially. Uh, there's no reason, there is nothing redeeming about this figure whatsoever. It just makes me laugh and laugh and laugh some more. That's right. It can only be Supersonic Fighter Road Pig from 1991. <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh. Oh, my God. He's almost as orange as his gear. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I like redheads. Generally, Remember, but how do you feel about orange heads? Oh, neon orange heads. It feels <laughs> like this guy would have come down the aisle in like 1993 WCW, um, right? Like partnered with uh, the great Oz or what was Kevin Nash's terrible wizard that gimmick? That was it. Oz. Wizard. Yeah, there is so much wrong with this figure. You kind of just have to go with it. This this figure. Remember when they did this in the the, the club with the final twelve? 
and they paired this guy with Falcon. <laughs> and, and Carson was distraught because Carson was like, man, I want to get that Falcon, but I don't, I don't want supersonic road pig. And I'm like, dude, I'm in. There you go, tag team. I'm in. Divide and conquer. So yes, they because the, weren't the, they like money out of me for for the redo of supersonic fighter road pick? Were they like forty two bucks a fig or something? It was something obnoxious, and they only sold it in two packs. And yeah, like we got in early in the sale at the end, but then we split it, so it wasn't so bad. Like yeah. thirty bucks for something that makes me laugh that hard. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. You know, it's worth 30 bucks. He giggles. What's he holding? Good Lord. That is uh, some kind of flamethrower and is the orange thing. And then, of course, the green thing is his backpack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just wrong. There's nothing good about this figure. But my God, I love it so. Mercer sucks, by the way. Yeah, we don't like Mercer, but Supersonic Fighter Road Pig is the jam. All right. Jesus. All right, fair enough. Really, I, I, as I've said before, I don't have any problem with either of the Mercer figures. That the figures are not the problem. The character mm-hmm. design is not the problem. The, the character's story is the problem. That doesn't work. I like that they were trying to figure out how to make Road Pig even more physically impressive, and they said, we can't do it. We'll just give him red hair. Just give, give him orange hair and an extra couple of abs. Yep. Yes, got a couple extra abs, got like a, a, a seventh ab over there on the side. Good for him. And of course, for the vehicle, I went back to 1990 for the Cobra Piranha. Which I don't think gets its due, man. I think the Piranha is legitimately cool. It's. I think the paint job is what ruins it. I don't, I don't mind the maroon. Um, I, yellow. The yellow. Yeah. Because yeah, if you if you made this dark green, if you made it olive green instead and make this a Joe boat, like you'd be like, hell's yeah, all day long. But that yellow, that yellow, that yellow doesn't scream cobra. But I, I think that as far as the armament goes and the, the functionality of it, it's just supposed to be some little mm-hmm. super fast disposable boat that they just overwhelm with numbers, right? And so I I just think this is a win. Mm-hmm on a functional level. I think the piranha doesn't get enough legitimate love. I think it uh I think it requires a hat switch. So uh now we're talking. Put Sparky in there. That's a Sun Devil boat if I ever saw one. Rob Tidwell could drive that boat. <laughs> Reggie Jackson would drive that boat. Pat Tillman drive that boat. Uh, now we're talking. Barry Bonds could not drive that boat because he's too was, he's too big. It was hit him in the head. It would sink, yes. Uh, yeah. Just be popping wheelies the whole way. Yeah. Cobra, <laughs> it would be the, it'd be this mobile battle bunker on the ocean. Cobra always got the shaft and naval stuff, but what they what we did get in boats from Cobra, I always thought were pretty cool. You know what? I'm gonna dispute that. Cause the hydrofoil. Hydrofoil's amazing. Amazing. The bug is pretty awesome and right and the hammerhead is tremendous i i don't know it well enough oh with a little uh submarines that come off the sides so i think there are some wins in that cobra navy now there are some big misses uh definitely battle barge okay but yeah there's some wins out there for cobra on the water and i agree with you i think this is a cool boat i wish it had a little bit of a windshield 
just a little one. Feels like it should be on Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. Skipping along the way. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, but good times. Good times. Who's driving this in your Cobra yeah, Army? Yeah. Does it that, matter? Good you mentioned that. Didn't have a driver. That's another reason why I like it. I think it looks just as good with the figures that came out when it came out. Like, it, it works with the figures that came out 89, 90, 91. But you could put a Cobra Trooper in there, and it still looks all right. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's got a kind of just a universal look. I can see that. I agree with your bit. A fleet of these or four or five of these cruising up at the same time, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. With Oda B. McDowell and Bob Horner. And Floyd Bannister <laughs> and Jake Plummer and yeah. All these great Arizona athletes. Does, oh, Arizona. Bite your tongue. Good. Good. Did I not say Arizona State? You did not. I thought like, I like they're interchangeable, right? Like they aren't friggin' arch rivals. Like, yeah, Duke, Carolina, man. Yeah, they're a long yeah. way away. Yeah, well, whatever. Dustin Pedroia. I mean, Oda B. McDowell, that's a good catch right there. Mike Kelly, Ian Kinsler, Willie Bloomquist, the new coach. Anyway. Who's he the new coach of? Of the Sun Devils. Oh, okay, good. He's a new baseball coach because the old ones sucked. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyways, that is Guilty Pleasures. And I would, I would have to give that whole segment an I don't know why you're so upset with that. I guarantee you when you when you see the metrics of this episode, it's gonna spike on this segment like you wouldn't believe. Right. And and then just have a cavernous fall as soon as we move on. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as we get away from yeah. guilty pleasures, everybody yeah. checks out. Everybody. And we'll figure it out. Next week, guilty pleasures three. Uh. Starring Shannon Tweed and uh Andrew Stevens. Okay. Yeah. Is that, spoken, is, spoken like a guy who rented a lot of videotapes to people in high school. There you go. Okay, that makes sense then. Mm. That makes sense. I, I was, I was going to challenge your squeaky clean image there, the honcho. Come on. Now. And I remembered a lot of a lot of video sets. I'm a paladin. <laughs> Thought you were a lava bear. Well, you can be both. It's fine. <laughs> A lava bear who speaks in sign language. Right. <laughs> Can't tell if we broke or bored Joe. Either one. Both. I'm, I'm making motions like the worst third base coach in history. Phil Nevin. No, he's just the sickest. 
Yeah, he's back. Back tonight. Yeah, good back. for you, Phil. He's good. Yeah. Thankfully, he's good. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, what does that roll us into? I don't know where we're at here. What we got? Um, great moments in po- just cut history. <laughs> po- post sock? No, no. Remember, post sock is going to be its own show. So we don't we're oh, that's right. doing post on the main show anymore. How about great moments in chest cut history? No, because that's all of no. them. Oh, oh, look at this. Look. We don't want to hear you say things are brutal. No, it's one image. Look at this. Okay. Pop it. Pop it. Look how good they look. Right? right? If you're into that kind of thing, could you imagine how much worse they'd be with a giant cut right across the chest? So kudos to you, McFarland Toys. You got it right. They look great. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I got. All right. So what'd you get in this week, Mark Weber? Oh, you know, actually a couple things. Uh, from my boy, I know I'll say it wrong, Dacre, up in New Hampshire, he was like, hey, Webb, do you have a... And no, I didn't. So a little costless shipping. I certainly appreciate the help because I hadn't been out to get it yet. And I made fun of the uh, leg circumference of this figure when we first saw him. And it was just the angle or the the uh, the glare off the bubble. He's fine. Matter of fact, he he was really good. And we haven't had st- a stalker figure in in too long. So I think this is you know, the Scarlet was pretty good too. But this may be the best of the retro line, which I know is a low bar. But this figure is pretty damn good. And I love you guys probably know it because you've seen it. But the removable knife that fits in the sheath on his, uh, I guess it would be his left side of the, on his chest, it, you can put the knife in from the top as it was shown originally. You can also put it in from the bottom, like laid up, which is how it's always been shown, how it's put painted on the original figure, how it's shown in the illustration, and how you really want to have a knife if you wanted to be able to pull it and use it quickly. So not like the, the Cobra Trooper who has glasses case, who has it up here like this by his hand, right? Because that's easy to get to. Hold on. Knife fight time. I didn't know. Uh, hang on. Let me get a hold on that stuff. Maybe I can get it like. So, yeah. Kudos to uh, to the retro team and, and the designer is, is a friend of mine and a really, really good guy. Uh, and I think he knocked it out of the park here. That stalker, fantastic. Very happy with it. The second bit is a piece of a vehicle that's going to be attached to a, uh, a vehicle custom that I've been considering that somebody else did first, and I'm going to rip off, but got this guy right here. Right? Not the whole whirlwind, but the key part of the whirlwind, and especially cool to get it with the covers on it, right? Because I don't want to pay extra for covers. So, so yeah, I, got, I got this little jammy. And uh, that one is to be continued. There you go. That's what I got in. Sorry. Once people start getting back to me about when they can do their individual programs. I know a guy. I'll talk to him. All right. Joe Colton, what'd you get in? So I got Lady Jan finally. Hey. Thank you, Amazon. Sort of. Sort of. What do, you think, what do you think of the face? Everybody uh, is talking about the face. Her nose bugs me. Like, 
They made it almost like, like, <laughs> pointed. Dude, this dude, <laughs> that was funny. I don't know. Like, her hair looks good. The hat looks fine. Her body, you know, like, natural cut. Yeah. It, um, it works. It works on girls. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. Her face is just, I don't know. A lot of people are replacing that head with uh, Marvel Legends Wasp. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think Looks there's better. a yeah, oh yeah, it's really good. So a lot of people are, are making that flop, and I think the skin tone is not bad. So yeah, so the the neck and the chest don't match. So that bothers me. But there's something about her face. It's almost like they took like a neutral brown and just went. Just looks great. Might be. And then <laughs> just like make her tan. Everything is tan. Like, and she's got this like weird like. Like narrow face. Maybe you should cosplay Lady J because you've got the facials down. And again, I mean, it might be blasphemy. Yeah. To, to cover up any part of Lady J's uh, lower neck, let's put it that way. But again, if you had a shirt there, if you had a yeah. line right where the neck is, you could even make it like a, a neutral crew neck, like mm -hmm. just have like something. Yeah. yeah, I get that that is sort of an iconic look for Jay, but they're updating lots of stuff. So yeah, maybe. maybe. So and then I got him. So I did not realize he's quite heavy compared to some of the other figures. Like that was one of the things that surprised me. So I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. He looks great though. Like that head sculpt is like fucking banging. What are you doing? Hey! We're not competing! I said banging. What'd you say before that? <laughs> yeah. Fucking exactly. banging. <laughs> yeah. I cover my ears, but I, I have earbuds. It doesn't yeah. Work. He I don't I don't know. Like I'm I was apprehensive about the the arm. The cybernetic arm, but I like it. Like now that I've seen it in person, great. He's a great figure. Where did where would you put him? Because everybody believes he's up near the top. Yeah. Figs. Yeah, I think I think he he comes first now, and then Destro. I think do don't most people put at least in the top five, Destro, <clears throat> Baroness, Major yeah. Blood. Like they're and Zartan's great too. Yeah, yeah. So other than Firefly. They're, they're kind of killing it on the villains. I feel like that... Uh, never mind. I'm going to be nice. Why? Be honest. <laughs> I think... I think... Halfway down the road and, and back out. Come on now. Yeah. I think based on those figures that are, like, very well done, whoever did Firefly, like, made the design and then his kid went at it, and then he got drunk or got on acid and then made a figure. <laughs> Man, uh, see, now I feel bad. Now I, we, and You told me to go for it. It's 100% venom. <laughs> Maybe he had a really good design. And then they're like, hey, we got this deal with Burlington Coat Factory. We got to throw, <laughs> throw a giant like metal parka on it. 
Or instead of making him a bomb maker, let's pretend he be he's undercover as a bomb disposal guy. <laughs> and then is like trying to trick everybody. <laughs> right. I can't wait to get that barbecue arsonist figure. <laughs> I get it. I get what they were going for. I just I, I with you guys. I think Do it, you? Because I don't. What, what were they going for? Well, they were going for a bomb disposal look, but obviously that's not what he does. No, and it's not. That's what almost it, like somebody doesn't know the brand and is making figures. Like they they and remote control jeeps. They executed the wrong job function. Hey, wait! The GI Joes are going to bomb a building. Let's send Firefly <laughs> in there. Send Firefly to take it down. He'll take it apart. It's so stupid. He's a hero. It's not good. It's not good. Or, or, and and I'll beat this drum one time. If you wanted to do an EOD trooper for Cobra, then do one. For right. God's sake, introduce a brand new character. Do you know what the fan yeah. base would do? As long as it wasn't lame, yeah. they would eat it up. This brand was built on dozens of new characters every yep. year. And when you flipped around the back, maybe there were one or two you were like, I don't know about Toxo Viper. But by and large, you were like, good Lord, I want all of them. Because they're all cool, right? Mm -hmm. New characters, new yeah. blood. Please. And, and if you didn't, if you, like, don't, I don't know. I, it was almost like they didn't know what else to do because they didn't want to promote a bomb man, like a bomb maker. So they're just like, oh, we'll just change him to this this other thing so he's not as bad he's right. like an anti-hero or maybe he's secretly a good guy i think you're thinking way too hard about it now maybe maybe but there's some, there's some 25 year old who knows nothing there's 570 characters or something right. like that right if you can't do one. firefly okay yeah do somebody else cool I would have rather them not done Firefly than made that. Yeah, don't do them wrong. There were occasionally there were there were names we couldn't get that we lost when I worked yeah. there. And when push came to shove, if I couldn't get something close, then we won't make that guy. Yeah. Fine. Wait. We'll make somebody else. There's five hundred of them. Yeah. Or if you didn't want to put the bombs in with him, just make him in the in the gray and like the the different camo and that's it make a have him have a different head and a yeah. suitcase or something like call a briefcase him, call him cobra commando and watch the confusion <laughs> like people will find toys to customize like you don't have to ruin a figure you can't tell me now granted they all sold out and there weren't nearly enough of them but you yeah. can't tell me scrap iron wouldn't have sold as well as Firefly, right? A somewhat faithful modern take on scrap iron. There's there's guys to do. Don't Looks do them wrong. Scrap iron with a big bulky vest would have made more sense. That's fine. Yeah, yeah right. If they had to do EOD, the weapons tester that, guy. It's a guy who builds weapons. He's more used to having stuff blow up on him than the guy yep. who's an expert at making controlled explosives right is yeah. that old that's yeah. old man firefly where yeah. his game's not as sharp it's, <laughs> it's, like, a it's it's a well done misstep but it's a misstep 
fly, old man Fireflies like, I damn near lost a finger last time. Ah, uh, uh, stinking kids with their their big explosions. Yeah, I'm a, get off my lawn. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put on a U.S. mail receptacle and spray paint it gray. All right. <laughs> I'm bigger than a bread box. Anyways. Anyways, um, what else you get in? That's it. Right, that's it. That's it. I'll that's have it. stuff. Hopefully, they come in by next week. It's in. It's in relation to something of guilty pleasures. Nice. <laughs> A six-inch scale mobile battle wagon. No. Battle. <laughs> so good. Or battle bunker. There was a with, battle wagon. With full corpse rack. The battle wagon was 91. We had our chance at him this week, and nobody took mm -hmm. battle wagon. Because there's, there's, there's no picture there. Just guilt. Yeah, nobody liked that. Yeah, just just guilt. It's the, yeah. it's the vehicle that almost killed Kirk Bazigian. We don't, we don't like that. <laughs> Anyways, I don't, know if, I don't know if I got this on last week's show or not, but but this guy showed up in the mail. So that's, that's really what I got. Mm -hmm. Passed a bunch of pre-orders. So... Uh, not a whole lot going on here in that regard. Mark Weber, give us some shout-outs. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out, a pre-shout-out, because the hope is next week I can beam in from location. So for all of you Joe fans yes. going to Joe Fest next week, uh, I am. I couldn't – I'm not – no hyperbole here. I am so excited to go. There ain't nothing like a G.I. Joe convention. Uh because it's just as much about the people there and reconnecting with people who love the same thing you love. It is. And it's been, it's been, and rightly so, but it's been so long since we've had a good convention uh, just because of the pandemic. So I am so looking forward to uh, Joe Fest next week. Uh, and, you know, as a spoiler alert, the little peek behind the curtain, uh, flying out from up here in Rhode Island, I'm going to be on the same flight as Ron Rudat and his wife. Yeah, I have never met Ron in person, so we've traded Facebook messages. We're actually going to get together for lunch right when things hit last February. So to get to spend a little time with Ron on the way down, so I'm not attacking him at the show because he's going to be busy enough. So to get a little time to pick Ron Rudat's brain and just introduce myself in person, you know, 12 or 10 year old me would have thought that was pretty damn awesome. So for one of the guys, I mean, like I talk about the, the Mount Rushmore, right? Of modern GI Joe being Kirk and Ron and Larry and on blank and on the packaging art guy. Hector Garrido. Hector, like they're the, they're the four. But and and Hector's gone, and I've met the other two, but I haven't met Ron yet. I'm gonna to get to do that next week, so I'm really excited about that. And I think I'll be able to dial in uh, for next Friday's show live from Joe Fest with a uh, boots on the ground report. So for all the people going, for Ed for setting it up and inviting me, uh, those are my shout outs. I am really looking forward to it. Good deal. Uh, promise me one thing that I know. Uh, other folks on the show don't provide. Plug the damn show. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes 
people don't do that. In her defense, she has plugged the hell out of the show at every convention she's gone to over the last calendar year. Which is zero. Well, that's not her fault. Although maybe. No, not her fault. Yeah, I'll be I'll be the the emissary. I'll be the representative. I'll be the what's on Joe Mind avatar in a. Are we gonna have like you talking to people? He has a panel. Man on the street. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, you can. You can like call people over. We can ask them questions. I think uh, the the last JoeCon, the the last JoeCon that I went to and went to as a fan, I had such a good time because I, I love doing shows anyway. Whenever I was in a professional capacity for McFarlane or for Hasbro, loved doing shows and meeting fans. But I was a fan, am a fan. Um, but that last one I went to was so cool because I got to go to any panel I wanted. Frequently, you know, I'm running the booth or setting up something or preparing the panel. So I got to go to any panel I wanted, and I really, really thought that I would be a ghost at that. I would just be just, you know, bopping around and doing my own thing. And I got recognized so much more than I expected. And everybody was so nice to me and super appreciative and thankful. And like, I, I think I haven't had and have a good rapport with the fan community because I'm a fan, too. But, I mean, really, I was on Joe for two and a half years when they were making 11 items a year, right? I didn't get to cook with any groceries. I didn't have any tooling to spend. We did the very best we could with very limited items. But over the grand history of G.I. Joe, I only had a very thin slice of it. But the fans were so cool about it, and it really meant the world to me. So I, I loved that experience. And I'm looking forward to uh, revisiting that kind of camaraderie among all the Joe fans next Friday. Plug the damn show. Plug the damn show. When are you flying out? Thursday? Uh, Friday morning, really early. Okay. Yeah, one of those 7 a.m. flights? Six, like 6.20 uh, or something, right? I used to love those. And I'm going to be the guy going, Mr. Rudad, are you awake? Mr. Rudad, are you awake? Wake up, Ron. I got a question. Um, Mr. Hasbro. Yeah, that's me. Joe, that's me. shout it out. Um, well, first, if if he's awake, tell him and his wife I give him uh, virtual hugs and I say hello. I will. I'll do that. I love Virginia and her husband. And uh, is her son going as well? I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I know okay. those. I know those two are. Definitely those two are going. going. That's yeah, cool. I, don't, I don't know if the sun's coming in. Um, shout out. Um, I'm going to shout out to uh, a a fan, a close friend of mine and a fan. Uh, he's been going through a rough time, and he was brave enough to get on a plane and go over to California and film some stuff. And he was actually the lead uh, in what in the in the film that he's doing and he got to film with some pretty famous people from the Star Trek community and the original Captain Marvel um his name is Eric uh, Moran and uh good cosplayer a huge fan of G.I. Joe um and I just wanted to give him a shout out and say how proud I am of him 
and um yes and uh good peoples good peoples i've known him for over 10 years now so um i would also like to shout out to wes my husband the wrist yes is making a meal for tomorrow impromptu we're doing a movie night guys and girls and the guys have to cook and he is like so excited because he's been like we've been cooking together for several years now and he like knew not not how to cook anything when we first got together and <laughs> he was he was eating a lot of tv dinners and like hungry man yes salisbury no. steak <laughs> it's so weird um mm. so we were getting hello fresh and like the blue apron stuff and like has like all the measurements and step by step and so we were talking about our day and cook and so now he's he's been cooking a while now but um this is like he's planning the meal and he's cooking so i'm one of the meals is his so he's quite excited so i'm 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 interested <laughs> no i'm I'm questioning oh yes what's the movie oh um toy story i've never seen it okay great film what have you watched you haven't seen anything. What movies have you seen? I watch a lot of things. I bet you haven't seen Conjuring 2. Scary. I did. Oh my god. It took me until 3 a.m. to get to bed. We're not doing that again. I was like, I, I need a break. I bet you haven't seen Conjuring 3. I have not. Although one of the guys was like, it's fine. It's not that bad. And I was like, you don't understand. I was having nightmares and I couldn't sleep till 3 a.m. And he's like, oh, affected you? I was like, it's a little too real. We're good. I need a break. Let me just throw one out there at you. Paranormal activity. So I'm, about your, uh, your speed. I'm okay with ghosts and like that type of. Okay. I don't like things like Alien. Like I had to watch the first one and then the second one six months apart. And then I watched the... What was the prequels? The two? Yeah. I do those two. Not good. Yeah. One of them was really bad. Yeah. Both of them. And the second really one bad. was really bad. The first one like creeped me out a lot. The second one I was like, what the hell? Yeah, not good. But I'm okay with Predator. So it's it's weird. Like I don't like um uh slimy, like jumping, like creepy, like wet things. Rather specific. Right. <laughs> like the goo that comes off the alien. Do you, have, do you have any more shout outs? No. You, like, you don't like non-hygienic killers. <laughs> she, she likes her, her, her gross monsters hygienic, yes. I right. like regular psychopaths. I can like, deal with regular psychopaths. With, with, with very clean, neat, organized tots. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I'm going to go shout outs here. Yes. Okay, uh, to our, our sponsor, Kokomo Toys. We haven't sung the theme song in several weeks. Okay. Join me, if you will. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. To our, our good friend across the ocean, Dave Free, the sponsor of the Joe Colton Swear Jar. Remember, you too can contribute to the Joe Colton Swear Jar down below. Uh, just hit up our coffee page. Uh, and and uh, it's all right there, and and several of you already have, and several times, in fact. And we thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. 
things are better looking around here because directly because of those contributions. So as you can see, we're taking those funds and we are putting them to good use for the show. Um, to Rack Time Rob, the unheralded fourth man of the What's on Joe Mine team, expect, oh. to, expect a new Rack Time very soon. He has no excuses anymore. School is out for the summer. Uh, so now he has to do Rack Time. Or else I'm going to just be around him all the time going, are you doing a new Rack Time? 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 Until he finally just gives up and does that. Um, uh, give a shout out to everybody in the live stream tonight. Thank you so much for, for blowing your Friday night with us. Uh, we appreciate that to all of you who are watching this on a recording. Um, we like you too. Um, please be sure to, to uh, check out our, our social media down there. Um, we've got 500 subscribers here and somehow 300 on Twitter and a different 200 on Instagram and 2,500 on Facebook. So how about we just everybody just, just, Go to the different sites and just everybody subscribe to everything. And that way we're always getting the message that you want from us to you. Um, it just, just get on board, man. Just If you're in for one, get in all of them. Because uh, we need you to be counted everywhere if, if you're going to be with us on this crazy, crazy ride. Um, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, leave a comment, not just a, a, a live chat comment. Leave a, a comment comment down below. Uh, that helps us get integrated into all of YouTube's metrics uh, and spreads the video around on that site. Uh, also, if, you, if you're with us on Facebook, go like the video on Facebook. It's there on our page. Uh, so just, just click the little like button, and we'll start turning up in more places so that more people can see us and we can get even bigger. We really appreciate all the help you can give us. And, you know, a lot of the help you can give us is just a couple of clicks. It's really not a lot of work. Uh, and so just we, we do really, really appreciate all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Anybody else got any really quick last words? Because whether you like it or don't like it, you better learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. I'm not sure what the, any of that means. Yeah, that's a, a flare line. Shame on you. I could have wooed at the end, but that's pretty much a giveaway. Well, you should have. Colin asked, why is he called Ragtime? Does he like old jazz? <laughs> uh, he probably doesn't like old jazz as much as I like old jazz, but Ooh. it's rack time. Rack time. Rack yeah. time. Like the comic <clears throat> rack time. Yeah. It's... Anyways. You know who doesn't like old jazz? Joe Colton. Because he's a transformer. And therefore. Maybe she just likes new jazz better. I guess it's possible. Yeah. At any rate, uh, again, please be sure to like, share, subscribe. Uh, leave a comment down below. We appreciate you spending your hour and 45 minutes with us on a mm -hmm. Friday night. Uh, make sure you go out and get yourself vaccinated. Because, uh, again, as soon as everybody gets that done twice and we wait another couple of weeks, you're as good as, you know, back to normal. Uh, and that's what we really all want to get is back to normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, tune in next week, Friday night, 9 o'clock. We'll be here for the uh, Mark Weber at Joe Fest. Mm -hmm. What's on Joe Mine special? I'm going to Joe Fest to find the F-bomb in the Transformers movie. <laughs> it's not there. We already decided. Don't do that. If McConkie Doc bailed you out. So that's a short To time. find that PG screening of Anchorman. 
But for <laughs> for the traveler, Mark Weber, for Joe Colton, I'm Mike Irizarry. Have a great evening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.